0: The Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today is our listener response show for the April questions of the week. So we're going to go ahead and read through some of your responses and let you know what we think. Mm -hmm. Let's get started here with the Encino Man question, which was, what movies most accurately depict your high school life? On Instagram, Carrie said, American Pie. Oh, Which wow, yeah. I knew that one would pop up for yeah. sure. Um, I feel like mine was a little close to that. I graduated around the time that came out, like okay. early aughts. Yeah. So that was big in the zeitgeist there. Yeah, of um, course. A uh, huge influence. Um, And Facebook, Rachel said, Empire Records. Empire Records. Oh, that, there that, you go. That's what I wanted my life to be like. I know, right? exactly.
1: And that's probably what we'll get into with our response <laughs> is what we wanted versus what it actually was. Yeah, the reality is a little different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so, uh, my answer on this is super bad. Was pretty close to my experience. <laughs> okay. I didn't have the adventures that they had. Yeah, like, M- McLovin wasn't you know riding around in cars and cop st- <laughs> cars, but uh, the 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 fact that you're these kind of not super popular dudes in high school, but like you're tangentially popular. Yes, and you're trying to be cool and go to a party and impress people. I've been in that boat, and I feel like that's kind of. I've experienced that. Like, it's very true to what my experience was. Nice. Okay. Going to parties and being kind of out of place. Right. Or even finally doing things and you're fitting in. Like, I thought it was a very accurate depiction. of And friendship, too. Right. Especially male friendship.
1: That's the weird thing about parties at that time, too. How, like, you, you, sometimes you'd go and you'd fit right in and it was actually a great evening. Yeah. Other times, it was, like, three hours of awkwardness. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you're just standing there with, like, the, the same beer for an and, endless and amount of time. And you can't leave because someone else drove. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're, t- you're, two, you're six miles away. There's no way you're walking home. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah, it sucks. And there's not enough room on the couch or whatever. And yeah. nowhere you stand feels natural. <laughs> Exactly. It just sucks.
0: <laughs> I had another choice, too. It was waiting, which I know you hate. <laughs> yeah, the reason I saying. picked this is because the movie, <laughs> we did an episode on it, everyone, you can go listen, but I explained on that episode, like, I worked in a restaurant, and it felt exactly like that when right? I worked in a restaurant. Just all the debauchery and... <sighs> stupid things we were doing and it just, it, that felt true to life too.
1: I feel like I should be, I should have like been apologizing to Scott for like the last seven <laughs> years for my behavior on the waiting episode. But like, you know, it just was one of those things where I, that's a I,
0: landmark episode. It,
1: it was, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have not been as confrontational since, even when I hated something, uh, because I learned my lesson. But you know, here no, we are. No, I want I want you to confront things. Okay, confront me, bro. Oh, wonderful. Bring it. Run of wonderful. Okay. Um, put on the boxing gloves. <laughs> yes. Someone <laughs> do... asked
0: me recently what what movies have we disagreed on, mm-hmm. and the one I always go back to is Waiting.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because that was like unquestionably, we both saw different movies. Yeah. I mean, right. like, it's <laughs> like like no other we've ever done.
0: And I'm not blind to how garbage it is. Yeah. But I just, for some reason, maybe it's because it does ring true to my experience that sure. I actually like it. Right. So, all right, Dave, what do you got?
1: Um, Well, so for high school life, this is hard because a lot of movies, like you talked about, presented a life that I wanted to live. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, you know, I but like, for, for me, th- those were movies were either like... I was too young for them, like reality bites or singles or swingers. Yeah. Um, or if it was specifically high school, it portrayed stuff that was, that like, wasn't me like clueless. Right um, or it was far out stuff like Scream and The Craft. Yeah, you know. Um, I can't really <laughs> say that like The Craft exactly I, represented my life. You know, no, I knew plenty of Wicca though. Sure, in high school. I, I, <laughs> I knew I knew many Wicca, and um, I, I never knew any who were real. Me neither. You know, um, I made out with one. Oh, dude! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where. That's oh where you my want god. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. But I mean, like. Like those movies, though, even that, like it's far out stuff that wasn't real. But like, I guess the fashions were the most accurate. That's true. In, the, in those movies. Yeah. Um, and then you had like Clerks and Mall Rats, which didn't depict high school. But like me and a lot of people I knew looked a lot like Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so or, or like, like Brody. Exactly. And Jason yes. Lee. And, yes. Yeah we were slobs i mean it's just it it was in it was in style to be a slob
0: yeah just a a skater slacker
1: dude sure exactly yeah and and i i love it and i i you know i i sort of wax reminiscent about it um as often as i can probably a little too much Uh but you know here i am at age 96 still thinking (laughs) about it but what do you what can you do you know you can't do anything about it it's fine all right
0: cool so let's let's go to the next one it's the from the big lebowski What are your favorite movies in which Los Angeles is a character? Mm -hmm. So on Instagram, uh, WN Movie Talk Podcast said L.A. Confidential. That's a
1: great one. I mean, L.A.'s in the title. It's in the title, and (laughs) it's also like – uh, period, LA is way different than current. You know, current day. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like that is it, it was it was even like like in Chinatown they mentioned like LA is a small town and it it, yeah. it kind of was at the time. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 1950s Los Angeles. That is man. That that's as suffocating as yeah, New York.
0: That's a good one. I mean, you said Chinatown. That was kind of my pick uh-huh. on this, which is a it's an obvious answer, right? And it's a great answer, right? Because uh, that movie is all about LA. Yep. Um, and I, I was thinking Sunset Boulevard, but that's not really about LA. It's kind of about like the life you live in LA and what it does to you. Right. So the Chinatown is definitely a better pick for me.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's, it's, um, it doesn't necessarily have the same effect of New York city has, but in its way, it's just as like indelible and recognizable. And, and because it's also where most movie making happens, um, yeah like you said, with Sunset Boulevard, uh, you have a ton of movies about the movie business that just take place there. Right, yeah. Um, I guess for, for my pick is Mulholland Drive. Um, yes, that was
0: close for me. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, it's about movie making, of course, but it's also just like, I, I really do think that Los Angeles is a character because like, what happens to Naomi Watts in there is like, it's driving her to madness because yeah. it's Los Angeles.
0: And she's all over the place in that movie too. She's yes. in the hills, she's in motels, she's there's right. the diner. Like, yep. It's just
1: everywhere. And Patrick Fisher's scene with um the the, oh, the dumpster oh the dumpster lady i mean oh man like that's that, haunting it is like that 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 particular sequence is like it's it's another movie within a movie that like it, yeah. it could have almost been its own short film right because it's got a beginning middle and end and a full like character arc and everything yeah. and i'm like it is quite a sequence
0: that's often on a top jump scares yes. list mm-hmm. i see it all the time on those right and rightfully so yep yeah.
1: And to just watch him, like, crumble after he Yeah, sees oh, wall, God, man.
0: It's, oh. <laughs> it's like, what just happened?
1: Yes, it is unnerving.
0: <laughs> it, it's very good David Lynch, that's for sure. Yep. All right, so let's go to Shattered Glassed. Glassed? Glass. This Lassie got glassed,
1: and we're not leaving yeah, until we right. find out who did yeah, it. Yeah,
0: Shattered Glass. <laughs> Damn, oh, my God. What are your favorite movies about investigative journalism? Instagram, Sun and Air, eighty-five said Zodiac Spotlight and all the President's Men. So, mic drop. There you
1: go. I mean, I, God, um, I, I, Zodiac. I, I know all the President's Men is like the the, the most yeah. famous version, but Zodiac, like I, that is awesome. I think everyone who responded to this
0: said Zodiac nice. at, in some way, shape, or form. Nice. So, Strawberry said, "I've only watched <laughs> this in Zodiac." So, I guess those two. Okay. Uh, Zafiro Chile said, "Shattered Glass" with Hayden Christensen. Yeah, Course. definitely. Facebook Justin said shit. I was gonna say Shatter Glass. <laughs> All the president's men. Nice. Oh, the insider. That's what he said. Okay. Oh yeah. the insider he yeah, said. The okay. Insider. So I guess that's his pick. Okay. Um and Alan said he said searchlight and I asked him like what that was. He said he meant spotlight. <laughs>
1: Okay. All right. Um yeah. I, I was like, I, okay. Yeah. I first saw the response searchlight and I was I was I was planning to on the show saying I think Alan meant spotlight. That's but what then I he thought corrected too. himself, yeah. Um and
0: then he also added the post, the Tom yes. Hanks Merrill Street movie. Awesome. Yeah. So yep. good one. Uh my personal pick, Zodiac. It's okay. gotta be Zodiac, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um but some other ones. I guess Good Night and Good Luck kind of qualifies for that in a, in a way. Yeah. That's a great and, movie. Uh, yeah. That is a great movie. And it's not really investigative journalism, but Nightcrawler is one of my favorite movies about yeah. you know getting the scoop.
1: I mean, because so. like, your answer can include movies that are about the wrong way to conduct journalism. Right, you know? yeah. And Nightcrawler. I mean, sweet Smell of Success absolutely. could qualify, maybe. Yes. Because yeah. it's, I mean, anything- Both previous be- episodes- Anything that exposes like the 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 bad practices of journalism, and we just covered it with shattered glass. Yeah, you know you could, the, that can be your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, my answer is what uh, network was was another one. Yes, um, network, that, like very you know, good. Yes, and, yeah. and, and I mean like like we talked about in shattered glass how it's almost like quaint the idea of like people caring about like ethics in journalism. Mm-hmm. You watch network. And oh. you, you just cannot believe the outrage of like what we're what we're dealing with now, and they were predicting it almost yeah. fifty years ago. Network is almost like, what do they? What
0: do they do? That's ethical?
1: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> None it, of it. Not, is. not one goddamn thing. <laughs> like it can be the most serious, like world changing subject, and they will do everything they can to give you mm-hmm. misinformation. Yeah. Um, I also put Citizen Kane, uh, just because of the framing. Yeah, the device. framing of it is definitely yeah. trying Mr. to Thompson figure out is yeah. a journalist. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I'm going to have to rewatch Zodiac just because, I mean, I, I I'm love inspired. that. I love that movie I'm so inspired. much. And I, I
1: didn't realize even, I, I've always been like, just kind of like, I just love it because it's, it's about, you know, it's such a great story and everything. And it's, and it's, filmmaking at kind of at its best, but like, yeah. I just realized, you know, it's about journalism too. I it mean, r- you know, Robert Graysmith and everybody else, they, they are they're like, trying to
0: figure out what's going on. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and he used the Zodiac killer used the media in his, in his murders, unfortunately. Yes. You know? So yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So the cremator is next, Dave. What is the most obscure movie you've ever watched? Um, We got a, a pretty good list here from people. So cool. let's go with Instagram. Alan said, Eraserhead, Cutter's Way, and Freaks from 1928. Okay. So I asked him what Cutter's Way was, because I've never heard of that. you never heard of Cutter's Way? Never heard of Cutter's Way. And he said it's way worse than it looks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you aware of Cutter's Way? I am aware of Cutter's Way, yes. Oh, do you...
0: What uh, what is it? I it, have no it's, idea. It's geez, cheese. Uh,
1: you know, was it, it's, it's it's the Burt Reynolds movie, right? I don't know. Maybe okay. I have oh no idea. my God! Now now I now I feel stupid. Okay, right. I don't I don't know what cut. I maybe I didn't know what Cutter's it's way was. Pretty obscure, then I guess. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, Taylor said, uh, "The Adventures of Baron von Munchausen." Is that how you say that? Baron
1: von Munchausen. Munchausen. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, and uh, Mister DeRakey said, "Dead Snow." I have that on DVD.
1: You have dead you own
0: dead it's a snow a Nazi zombie movie. Okay. Yeah. Um so definitely obscure but I think a few people know about it. Yeah. And and that's the thing about obscure, right? Yeah. It's subjective. It's True. Everybody knows about something. Yes. So some
1: people might say that's not obscure. Of course. Yes, exactly. Right. I mean like it, I I think the cremator is Definitely qualifies. Like I think across the board, everyone would say, "Yeah, that's an obscure film." I'd say it's obscure. It has a Criterion release, though, right? It's, you know, yeah. it doesn't
0: matter. That doesn't matter. No, it, it doesn't. It still
1: can be obscure. That's true. That's true. Um,
0: and that's what happened. William responded on Facebook, said, "Does the 1998 Japanese film Afterlife count?"
1: Yes, and I said, "Yeah," and
0: he's like, "Well, it's got a Criterion," and I'm like, "It doesn't matter.
1: If, it doesn't matter. If like, I I guess if you if you were to ask 20 people about that movie, yeah." If one of them knows it, then it's pretty obscure. One out of 20? Yes. I'd say that's obscure. Even, I guess if even like five knew, that, that that that's that's obscure, you know? Yeah,
0: definitely. He also mentioned uh, Greg Araki's movies, and he did like The Doom Generation right. and Mysterious Skin, yep. which we briefly mentioned the other day, actually.
1: Um, I love Greg Araki's films. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, obscure is different for everyone. Right. Um, we also got on Facebook, Ryan said... Um, most obscure is probably "Rubber," about a killer tire. I've heard of this movie. I've never seen it though. <laughs> yes. um, another one that comes to mind is "Thanks Killing." It's a slasher about a killing talking turkey. You can tell their production budget was three and a half potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think Thanks Killing is a trauma production. If you I wow, think okay. I could be
1: wrong, but I think Trauma made that. Well, movie. if Lloyd Kaufman's got his hands on something, yeah, that, that's that's in the obscure category. Yeah, it definitely is. Three and, <laughs> and a half potatoes. Right. That's, I love it. Three and a half potatoes is <laughs> nice an right. excellent rating.
0: Um, Mark said on Facebook, some of Richard Christie's early films are hilarious. Richard is a writer producer for Howard Stern. He also is in *Guardians of the Galaxy* two, Hailed in Kumar Guantanamo Bay*. Mm. I don't. I've never heard of uh, Richard Christie. So no, no. I'm obscure either. to me. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I've seen all kinds of crap. So my answer, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of what have we done that's probably the least known ever. It might be The Dragon Returns that we did on that that episode. The Dragon Lives Again. The Dragon Lives Again. See, I don't even know the name of it. Right. That's how obscure it is. I know. (laughs) Right. It's so awful. It's just a super micro budget,
1: like Hong Kong film from the 60s, I think. And I'm going to say that it was probably more obscure than The Cremator. um, Yeah. Now that I think about it, because at least The Cremator is known in, like, you know, highbrow film circles. It's got a criterion release. Yeah. The Dragon Lives Again. I. when, I, when we were watching it, I took some pleasure in knowing that Scott and I were the only people watching that movie in the entire world, you know? And I bought you the DVD. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um I, you know, and before I give my answer, I just want to look. No, I don't do this. every. We, we never do it. We never use the Internet on our show to, like, look things up and, and correct things. But I just right. I wanted to make sure Cutter's Way, it doesn't have Burt Reynolds. It's got okay. Jeff Bridges. So I just wanted to put that out there. I've okay. heard of this movie. I remember seeing it in the video store. <laughs> I never saw it. But okay. yeah, there it is. All right. Um, well, what's your answer then? My answer is it is not the homosexual who is perverse, but the society in which he lives.
0: That's a classic.
1: I mean, I never. <laughs> That's a classic, Dave. I've never heard of this. I I didn't think you had. Okay. I, I, and I'm again, just just like the dragon lives again. Uh, when I watched this movie, it was one of those moments where I'm thinking, sit, thinking to myself, is literally any person in on Earth watching the same movie I am? And the answer is probably no. Is that a documentary? It is a documentary okay. made in 1971 by Rosa von Praunheim. Um, it. I first became aware of it after reading the celluloid closet. Uh, great book, great, an excellent book. That's just a great survey of like, I mean, it's obviously, you know, and it, it, um, Vito Russo saw over over 400 films, you know, to, to write that right. book. And a lot of them were very obscure. And this is another. This is one of them. It was a documentary made in West Germany that calls for like equal rights for gay people in Europe. Okay. And it's, it's very interesting to watch like you know in modern times to to see you know over 50 years later that we're still dealing with a lot of the same issues right um but also to see that like back then what they were what they were what they were asking for was nothing
0: just to be left alone (laughs) was what they wanted they wanted to feel
1: normal and no we're not we're not giving you that um so yeah seek it out like uh, just just like with the cremator, um, I'll just say Google it and see what comes up. Yeah. Um, because obviously, uh, I don't think Rosa von Praunheim wants you know royalties right now. So yeah, go ahead and just check it out for free.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely obscure, Dave. Yeah, very good pick on that one. Thank you. Um, let's move the swingers here. What is the least annoying Vince Vaughn performance? This is fun. Yeah. This yeah. This is fun. A fun exercise. Because you you hear a lot about how Vince Vaughn is annoying and how. He plays the same character. We talked about it on our episode, but uh, what's his least annoying performance on Instagram? Carrie said, I'd have to say dodgeball was probably his least annoying performance that I've seen him in. Timothy also said dodgeball.
1: Okay. Does that count? Is, does that, is that? I, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, you've never seen dodgeball, I'm guessing. No, I have seen it. Okay, you've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this is a very I guess, hard, Is a deceptively hard question. I think it's mid. Yeah. Kind of like the obscure
0: question. Annoying is different for everyone else. True. You know, um, some people find
1: something annoying, other people don't. And if they find him, uh, like less annoying in dodgeball, then I can't argue with them really. I mean, it's just, okay. Yeah. That'll work.
0: I mean, I think he's not as insufferable as in other movies in that. Right. But I haven't seen it in ages. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to Timothy on Instagram about it saying, Ben Stiller's definitely more annoying than Vince Vaughn in that <laughs> okay, movie. yeah. Because <laughs> he's one of those psycho Ben Stiller characters, you know? Yes. Uh, but when he does, when Ben Stiller is on with those, he's good. Oh, yeah. When he's off, it's insufferable.
1: I know, it's really hard to watch.
0: Um. And uh, Davey on Instagram said, Hacksaw Ridge. I forgot he was in that.
1: Okay, yeah, that qualifies. He plays some yeah. like a World War II general or yeah, something like that. And that's definitely, yeah. that's up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Facebook, Maria said, "I loved him in Clay Pigeons and the
1: Breakup the most." Okay, um, um, yeah, he, he's he's he is not very annoying in Clay Pigeons. I'll admit that because he's actually he's actually going for something in that yeah. performance.
0: Um, I haven't seen Clay Pigeons or the Breakup. Honestly, I, I want to see the Breakup because I like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and Vince Vaughn. I don't hate him, even though we rag on him. Right. Uh, so the and I've heard the breakup's actually quite good. Yeah it's a real depiction of what a relationship could be like. Yes. I,
1: I saw it once and I, I, I usually don't like those kinds of films, but I was, um, I I liked that one because it had some originality to it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, my answer, I mean, swingers,
0: of course, I mean, we spent the whole episode talking about it. Yep. Um, and I haven't seen it, but I've heard that brawl and Cell block 99 is not too bad for him. Okay. It's uh, he's in prison. It's, more of a dramatic thing than the Vince Vaughn thing. All right, yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah, be. cool. And I like, Jurassic Part Two. He doesn't annoy me in that, <laughs> I guess. I know. know. he doesn't so, annoy, doesn't me, in that annoy movie me either. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: It, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's a weird question because like we're we're kind of implying that like every performance is annoying, but I mean like when when someone has been acting for almost 30 years, there's going to be some blips yeah, right. where you go, "Okay, well, it's fine."
0: And I guess his cameo in Anchorman, he's not that
1: annoying. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same with Zoolander where he doesn't talk. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's not talking yeah can you imagine wow i mean wow yeah it, it happened once
0: because <laughs> uh, ben stiller was doing all the
1: talking yes and you know when, when you when you scan someone's filmography and you see titles and you go yep seen that one." Oh yeah that one sure got that uh but for this exercise like <laughs> that method doesn't work because as you're checking off movies you're like going oh wait he's very annoying in that one yeah um <laughs> but if I have to give a real answer, I'll say the cell.
0: Oh, uh, I
1: didn't know he was in that. And there you the go. Jennifer Lopez, yes. right? Okay. It's not exact it's not exactly because he's like it's not that he's not annoying, but like he's so unmemorable. What about the psycho remake? I'm That's gonna, a whole nother level, right? I'm gonna say that is annoying, mainly because you know, it might not even be his fault though, because you, you know, you know where where in the original when um, uh, when Norman is is peeping on Marion. Yeah, here when when
0: he's jerking. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
1: in the original, it's implied. In this one, you see it happening. Like yeah. I mean, it's it's obvious what's going on. Yeah. And I, like th- th- that was supposed to be a shot-for-shot remake of the original. It was. And it was until then. So it's more the 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 idea of the film
0: is annoying. I agree. Than Vince yeah. Vaughn, yeah. Gus it, Van Sant yeah. is the reason it's annoying. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I guess I guess that's fair because it's not really it's not really on Vince. Yeah. I mean, he he was directed to do that. Unless that was just a choice he made. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, way too much riffing he does. I've never movie. seen that man watching him try to watching Brad Pitt try to act against like this guy who just won't <laughs> shut up. I mean, it's it's just like it's pathetic, um, and I was most personally annoyed with him. It wasn't movies; it was when he hosted Saturday Night Live. This is like ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, I've seen many episodes of that show where like the host is caught occasionally looking at cue cards. Um, but it, Vince Vaughn is the only actor I've ever seen who literally is just staring stage left while talking to another character oh throughout entire sketches, dude. I mean, it, and it's like, it's just such bullshit because like, <laughs> it's yet another example of what I find most annoying about him. Yeah. You know, that like, if it seems like he's not trying very hard. We're, 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 this
0: has turned into the most annoying
1: performance. I know, right? I know yeah, exactly. We, I, well, what can I, I mean, th- this is like this I is said, this is one it, of our most challenging questions. I know, it was deceptively yeah. difficult. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm finding it really hard to like pull we a
0: rope a dope
1: on people here. I mean, Dude. on ourselves, even. yeah, like we don't even know what we're doing. Shit. Wow, we, yeah, I, I'm sorry, everybody. Well, I guess my answer is the have, cell because have, I don't remember him. We have folded into ourselves, Dave. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> Thanks, Vince. Uh, exactly. Thanks a lot. Oh, shit. Wow.
0: <laughs> hey, whatever. We're money, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So that wraps it up. Thanks for all your responses, everyone. I mean, this this was a really fun conversation. We, we kind of went all over the place, but it was great. Yes. I loved it, not man. Not bad.
1: Um, so, Dave, why don't you let everyone know where they can reach us? Yes. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Look for Dudes on Movies. And our email address is dudesonmoviesgmail.com. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know
0: what you think. And until next time, when we respond to May's questions, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time.